Hey everybody, this is Ricky with Beers of Aging Nerds coming at you with another episode. Uh, this is going to be kind of a short episode. It's episode number four, but because it's episode number four, I didn't want to bail this early on. And even even if I don't have much of an audience right now, I still would prefer to make sure I keep getting episodes out. Uh, this week, I happen to have a little bit of a cold. Is it a huge cold? No, but it's enough of a cold that it's making me not want to drink and not to do too much. So I'm going to try to blast through this. I had some ideas. I'll cover them later. Uh, this week, I'm not drinking beer. I'm drinking some Sleepy Time Tea. Ooh, my doctor hookup. Uh, getting ready to go to bed at preferably as soon as this is done and hopefully once I get the audio uploaded. So it's going to be a quick one. Sorry about that. Hopefully it's uh, still very enjoyable. And I should be back on the horse next week, I imagine. Um, so first and foremost... Uh, last week during the um, during the Barrel Age episode I was talking. Was that last week? I don't remember. I guess that was two weeks ago when I was talking about the Barrel Age episode. I said very specifically that I would not be buying Goosehead Island's Bourbon Barrel Age, uh, whatever it's called. And sadly, I have to report that I broke down and bought one. But the main reason I wasn't going to buy one was because I thought the price was ridiculous at $27 and I'm trying to spend less money on $27 worth of beer. <laughs> so I I wasn't going to grab it. I was I didn't get ready for the Black Friday sale like I usually do. I wasn't um, out early doing anything. I was just out grabbing a couple beers for the weekend and I saw it and it was 13 bucks, so I grabbed it. And I was very happy I did. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm excited to give it a go. $13, even if it's not the best one, it doesn't matter. I'm honestly contemplating grabbing a second one so I could age it, because that was my one pl- a complaint last year, is that it was a little boozy. So I would like to let it, if I can find another one without fighting for it or going too hard at it, I'll grab it, let it sit, and see how it goes in like six months. See if that's better. And maybe this year will be a last, my actual last year of buying it. But yeah, um, that's cool. And then outside of that, I did actually buy um, a good amount. Oop, I can't see my timer now. I did buy a good amount of beer and try to drink a lot of beer this weekend. Um, it was Thanksgiving, had family over, and before Thanksgiving on Wednesday, I hurt my leg and it made me not very mobile, unfortunately, this whole weekend. And because of that, I I end up drinking probably a whole lot less because when I run around and exercise, I could get myself to usually drink a couple more beers. But I didn't go I didn't go crazy. It was fun. Uh, actually, before I go on, I'll talk about Thanksgiving. This year I made a duck for the first time, which was really cool, but that bird is super fatty, which isn't shocking to me. I've had duck before. I recognize it's a fatty, greasier uh, bird. But what was weird was having a whole duck, and right before having that duck, butchering a turkey and finding all this like good meat in all these places. I mean, there's it, that, a turkey's just all meat. It's just a crazy amount of meat. But then starting cutting to the duck in places where I'm like, oh, there should be some more meat on here, like on the wings. Like on on a normal turkey wing, you got the first joint is going to be a good amount of meat. The second joint's a little bit less, and then you have that little third tip, and that part has nothing on it, really. On the duck, like the first one had a little meat, and then you have kind of that second one, and it's like there was nothing there but fat. It was all fat. Surrounding the entire turkey or duck breast is all fat, too. So I still like duck a lot. I don't think I'm ever, I don't foresee a world where I, I buy a duck again and cook it. it was, it's just not my top priority by any means. Turkey came out excellent. 
I made a joke on Twitter uh, that when I cut it, it flooded my kitchen, and it, it, it wasn't that bad, but it was close. It was took up, ended up taking up a lot of juices onto the ground, and this was after letting it sit for over an hour. Um, but yeah, so let's get on to that was Thanksgiving. It was excellent. Black Friday, we did a little bit of shopping. Uh, Cyber Monday, I did a little bit more shopping. Uh, most of our Christmas is covered for the adults, and we have a couple with the kids to get, and uh, it should be a good Christmas. So the beer I drank this week um, was uh, the uh, let's see. So let's start with let's start with the barley wine. I haven't had barley wine much at those last winter beer fests. I tried two or three barley wines, and I was like, oh, I really like barley wine. I had no idea what it was. I had no real reason to not like it. I just hadn't really drank it much. Barrel-aged barley wine, awesome. It's up there as one of my new favorite things. Uh, I'm not saying I'm going to drink only that or anything, but I'm definitely putting that higher on my list and something I want to drink more often. I had the Skookum Brewery in Ruins. Um, I saw this one pop up a bunch on Instagram, so when I saw it at Pint Defiance, I decided it was a must-grab, and I'm glad I did. It was an excellent beer. Price was great, too. I think it was 10 bucks for what is, I think, a 17- or 20-ounce bottle uh, that had a nice little wax cap on it. Great flavor, a little bit of boost flavor, but not much, and a solid, smooth beer. Um, the next really good beer I had was from the brewery. So happens it's Tuesday. This was my Thanksgiving beer with my wife. I split. Um, the breweries put out awesome beer. Um, I, I, the first one I knew them for was the bakery. I think is what it's called. It's the one that's like macaroon, coconut, something, and another. And um, I saw that was, that was one that popped up on Instagram a ton, and I kept seeing it. And I was like, I really want to try this thing. And I saw it at Pint Defiance. Oh, maybe I didn't even get that one in Pine Fires. This one might have been at Tacoma Boys. I saw it somewhere. I grabbed it. We tried it. Loved it. And since then, I've bought like three or four different um, brewery, beers from them, and I want to try more. Uh, we tried a... It doesn't matter what we tried. This stout was excellent. Great flavor. Plus, it comes in a can. 16-ounce cans are my favorite way to go for barrel-aged beers, um, in all honesty. And it hits the price point that I'm happy with, around $10. Bucks. Um, the flavor was really good. It wasn't too boozy. It wasn't too sweet. It was re really, really nice. And then, so let's go with, that's a couple really good positives. Let's go with, I'm going to go with the only negative beer I've had in a while. Block 15 is a great brewery. Uh, they're known primarily for their fresh, their fresh hop. I can't remember what it's called right now. I've seen the can a million times. I just, I can't think what it, it's, oh, it's the Sticky Hands. They're known, they're, I think they're probably their biggest beers are Sticky Hands. And <clears throat> I'm not much of a fresh hop guy, so that one doesn't necessarily appeal to me. But um, I grabbed a porter, a chocolate porter. And I'm, I'm more and more become hit or miss on porters. So that's kind of the, be the beginning of where this starts at. But um, this beer that they, we had was called Dark Matter. And it just tasted like nothing. And I was like, did I let it sit too long? And I tried it again, and then I mad to try it, and I tried it again, and I was just like, this is, just doesn't really taste like anything. This isn't really doing it for me. And I, I, I thought I was crazy, because you could, I mean, it says chocolatey, or chocolate porter, and I thought maybe a hint of chocolate at the, no, the final notes, but not much. 
and I was reading reviews online because you know confirmation bias, and you want to be like you want it when you have something you don't like or you don't um, uh, that you love, you want to make sure other people agree with you or disagree with you. And everyone else was saying that it was a really good beer, and I just could not get behind it. Luckily, someone on Instagram did say at one point when I posted, I was like, "Man, I hate to throw shade, but it's just not really for me." And he was like, "Yeah, it's not your fault. It's a it's a bad beer. It's it doesn't have much taste to it." And I don't know if it's a bad beer. I just, I couldn't finish it. And when it came down to it, it was like, I could finish this beer or spend some calories on a different beer. And I just go to, decided to just go for a different beer. Um, and then probably the only other one that was, I would say lukewarm. And that's not, that's, I'm not, I'm not uh, downplaying at all. Was uh, a pay it brewing, I think is what it's called. The gummy bear apocalypse. I was pretty excited about this one because it looks like melted gummy bears on the front of the can. And I think I've had one other pay at brewing, forgive my eyesight, as it drifts to the right. Um, I was thinking about this the other day as I was thinking about this episode that I was going to record. I was like, oh, I've only had one pay at brewing. And I was like, wait a minute, have I had another pay at brewing? And I know exactly what the can looks like if I actually had it, but I don't remember how long ago it was. So for me... I'm still a little hit or miss on the uh, sour IPA. I've had them a couple times now, and ever since I've become kind of a fan of sours, I've been like, oh, cool, maybe I'll find something in between. Like, it's always fun trying other stuff that kind of tickles your fancy like that. And so I was, I've been, I've been hit or miss on them. I've had a couple. There was one for sure during the summer that I could could not get into and overall ended up dumping, which doesn't happen very often, especially when it comes to IPAs. But this was one for sure um, that I, I ended up dumping and I just didn't care for. Um, but this one, the jelly, the the gummy bear apocalypse was not hoppy enough to be a good IPA. wasn't quite sour enough to be a good sour. Overall, wasn't it wasn't offensive and it wasn't bad. It just it was it was a little more middling than I thought it would be. Um, the concept was good, the idea was fun. It just didn't it didn't hit home for me. Um, but I did finish that one off, and overall, I would still say I enjoyed it. It just wasn't it wasn't a high praise one on on my mind. The last one I had from them was oh man, what was this called? Oh, so fucking juicy. And it was a good beer. Uh, it wasn't, it had, like, I don't remember it greatly. So I'm I, at this point, I'm still excited about Pay It Brewing. Um, I'd like to see what else they have to bring to the table. I did have another sour IPA this weekend by Hoofhearted Brewing, which I, I am so dumb that I just now, like, it was like yesterday when I, like I said, I was thinking about the, doing this episode. I was like, Hoofhearted, and then I was like, who farted. I'm so stupid that it took me this long to figure that out. But they comboed up with uh, Stillwater Artisanal Brewing, and they made, I don't remember what it's called. It's a banana, strawberry, sour, IPA, milkshake, something. It's, it was like they threw everything they could into the can, but it made a really good beer. It was a little bit hoppy, a little bit uh, sour. It was really nice. And then I'd say two other IPAs stand out that I had. Uh, Ruben's PNW Crush. Excuse me, once again. Um, and Crush is for Rubens is kind of like, I would say it's their, um, kind of their version of Head Full of Dynamite. I don't know if that's an accurate statement, but that's what it kind of reminds me of. 
it's their beer that comes out in different variants over the over the course of the year now. And it's their IPA, and sometimes I'll have a double crush, sometimes I'll have a zero crush, which is... I don't remember what it was, but I heard it wasn't, like, the most mind-blowing one. I think they have a fresh hop uh, crush, and I might be wrong about that, but they have a triple crush, which is dynamite. And, um, yeah. It's the PNW Crush was excellent. I hope they just constantly keep pushing those ones out. Rubens is up there as one of my favorite breweries in Washington right now. And I know I say that about every brewery, but they're legitimately up there as one of my favorite. I think I could drink I don't think I've had a beer by them I haven't loved. So Um and then the final one I had was Trapdoor from Vancouver, Washington, and it was I think it's called You're Welcome. That's why I haven't posted yet because I've been sick the last couple of days. Um that one was really, really good. It was triple. It was, it didn't taste like overly sweet or overly boozy, but it was a nice balanced IPA that had, it was like 12% or 11%. It was a monster, but it was absolutely delicious. And the guy at Pine Defiance, when I grabbed it, said, uh, highly recommended it. He said it was a really good beer, and he was he was right. So overall, a great weekend for beer. Um, I did want to talk about a, just a quick bump on what's happening in beer world stuff for me so we have uh this weekend or this thursday we have i'm thinking uh, this history museum thing where they do a history museum after hours or whatever and if you look at my instagram you can see a couple of the uh, glasses this weekend what we're using were from that um that's gonna be that's always fun to do this one's supposed to be it should be interesting i think Harmon's gonna be there which is less not Harmon. i'm sorry uh, Heritage is going to be there serving up stuff because it's about prohibition. So it'll be an interesting topic. It should be a fun, another fun evening. Plus, we always have friends that show up. So it's always a blast for us. Hopefully, my wife and I are done being sick by then or at least closer to being less sick. Uh, but yeah, that one should be a ton of fun. We were looking at, we saw the tickets released for the uh, Dark dark Arts, I think is what it's called. For, um, oh man. This, the brewery down in Astoria. Oh, man, I can't believe I'm spacing it. Uh, the guys who make Chris Knife and stuff like that, um, they uh, they had a they have a beer, fre- beer fest that happens once a year. I don't know much about it, except we had a friend who uh, did it um, one year and said it was really, really good. Fort George said it was really, really good. Um, and so we're like, oh, that would be awesome. And it was one of those things where it was like I kind of half thought about it, threw it out there, but we hadn't really followed up on it. And then I saw the ticket prices were about, I think, $50. And we're like, ah, plus we're going to a hotel. But we were still like, it's Valentine's Day. It would be kind of fun. And then when I looked, they were already sold out. And I was like, well, I guess we're not doing that one. And then we have the we're, the other one we're looking into is the Strange Brew Fest. That one is in January. We've been wanting to do that one for years, and we just kind of always forget about it. This year, we're on top of it. We know it's coming up. We know the tickets going to sell soon. We're ready to go. Um, so those are the main main beer fest stuff we have going. Once we get into twenty twenty, uh, we probably have all the same regular ones. We have the Washington Brewers Fest. That's not until June though. Um, there's the one in Centralia. I want to say it's in May, but I can't remember when. And then there's, I mean, there'll be a couple ones here and there. Uh, I imagine the History Museum will do their thing again. I imagine the fort um, will end up doing their thing uh, during the summer again, which is a blast. If you live in Tacoma or even in the surrounding Tacoma area and you're looking, you always are looking for stuff to do, the fort, 
Nisqually. Is that what it's called? Fort Nisqually? That doesn't seem right, but Fort Nisqually does a really cool after-hours adult thing where they serve beer and uh, other uh, beverages. Um, their beer choice isn't necessarily amazing. Like, sometimes it is. Some Like, it's tough because they have, like, one cake, and so it'll be, like, uh, Wet Coast Cream Ale. And I was just like, eh, Cream Ale, what are you going to do with that? But I imagine it's stuff that's being donated. And the Cream Ale is a good beer. It's just not what I think about when I'm at a... <laughs> when I think of beer to drink. Um, but they'll usually have a cocktail that was made with some kind of heritage um, distillery uh, liquor, usually brown sugar bourbon, but sometimes vodka. And then they'll have, um, and sometimes they, like I had Trader Joe's IPA, that wasn't bad. And they've had other local stuff that's been really good too. And then, um, but the best part about it is like, even if you don't go there for the alcohol, the activities that have you do are a blast. Like we've done, it's just a bunch of crafty stuff and a lot of stuff I've thought about bringing home and doing again. So, and that's 2020. So we're a ways away from that, but you should look into that if you're an adult, if you live in the area and you want to do something fun. Um, That goes double for the history museum. You don't necessarily, we've gone to every history museum thing except for one. And the one we didn't go to, we were literally out of town, I think. I think we've been to all of them. I keep saying that, but I haven't really been able to double check that. But I believe we've been to every one of the history museum things. Um, it's a ton of fun. You get to usually they have some pretty decent beer. Three Magnus have been there, and you know where I stand with Three Magnus right now. I think they're a mediocre brewery at the moment until they get their next find who their brewer is to really bring them back home. They've been all over the place recently, but they have Three Magnus. They had something from California last time. Or one of the last two times that was really good. And, I mean, they have, usually have excellent beer. Same thing that there's usually some fun activities to do, some artsy, crafty things. Like last time we got them, it was a space theme, and we got to make a little parachute thing and try to drop it and hit the a lunar lander and try to hit a target. That was fun. There was a cool talk, but then we, we just got tired and left early. But it was a really cool experience, again. So if you're in Tacoma, you're an adult, you like alcohol, go check out these things. All these things are excellent to do. Uh, so I had one more thing I kind of want to cover. I wasn't going to go a little pop culture-y. This is more my nerd side, less of my beer side. Um, we, I was going to cover for the last like 10 minutes a lot of the stuff I've been watching, which is a surprising amount of anime right now. But because I'm at 20 minutes and I do want to go to bed as soon as possible, I'm going to limit my conversation to uh, Knives Out. Not, we went to see this on Black Friday. This is a movie I saw a trailer for, and I was sold. I didn't. I, I barely saw the trailer. I was sold immediately. Uh, the cast is excellent. Let me go through the cast real quick. I actually have the IMDb up for this reason. I literally kept open up for this reason. Daniel Craig playing not Bond is awesome. He has a crazy Louisiana accent, and it's super thick. It's not. It's not quite perfect, but it's kind of perfect for the role. And he plays it, he played, I don't, I, I can't, I can't say anything. It's, it's a great, he plays it very well. Chris Evans kind of playing a different character. Now he got, to, I mean, once he became Captain America, he was Captain America, right? And so this is his kind of his first role since then. But if you look at before and near Captain America, you had stuff like he was in The Losers and he did a really good job of that, even though the movie was only okay. I mean, it was for a person who read the comic, it was a pretty awesome movie. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. But I recognize that anyone who hadn't read the comic would probably be like, ah, this is an okay movie. And they're right. It's not a great movie, but it was it was fun. 
But like he did, he did all kinds of uh, different roles. I mean, he even did Snowpiercer in between his uh, introduction to Captain America. And he uh, the Losers push. Street Kings. He was excellent as in Street Kings. I, it's been a while since I've seen that. That's a movie on my list. I need to watch again. But he did a really good job in this role, playing a very, a, a, I think I would say a challenging role. Um, but he did it very well. Uh, then you had this is the person I don't know is Anna D Armas. She's basic. I would say I don't want to say she's the star. But she's up there within the top three casted. I mean, obviously her name pops up in the top three, but. I'd say she's up there as, like, kind of the main focus of the story. Did an excellent, excellent job. And the character is really funny. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was awesome. All the, like, kind of the supporting cast, which was, or the family, was Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Don uh, Johnson. They all did a really good job. Tony Collette. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. She did a good job. She was also a weird character. Um, but you had to, like, the cast was awesome. Uh, the story was was good. It was solid story. The I I don't want to say too much about it because I think everyone should go watch it. Um, but it it like it had a weird ability to kind of like you knew, they were talking they would everyone's want to talk about like Instagram or Facebook or uh, internet trolls and stuff like this and you're like oh so it's current time but then something would happen and it felt so dated and old in such a beautiful way. Part of that is because of the house and everything. And like they were like if if they hadn't inter- if they hadn't talked about Instagram, I'd be like, oh, this was obviously in the seventies. And then you're like, wait, no, this is in the nineties. And then you're like, is this in two thousands? When is this? I mean, it just had a kind of like an ageless thing about it. It was it was beautiful, and I think it's I think the best part about it is it's like nothing else in Hollywood right now, and I want it to do well enough that. They continue making stuff like Rain or uh, Ryan Johnson continues making stuff like this, but I don't want to see the copycats of this because I don't know if anyone could do it as well as he did. And Rain Johnson, in my opinion, one of his best movies is Brick. Uh, a lot of people like Looper, but I can't stand time travel, so I didn't like Looper. Mine's Doctor Who. Doctor Who is the only time travel in Back to the Future's one and two. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really, really good movie. I can't say, I can't speak highly enough about it. Um, when I come back next week, I have kind of idea what I want to talk about on the podcast, but at some point I started record, I recorded an episode talking about Naruto, which easily filled up 30 minutes. I was going to talk about that in a different anime I'm watching. But that ended up taking 30 minutes of my time, and I was like, ah, there's no reason to try to squeeze this into one episode. But then I was like, I don't really want to do a whole episode, a whole thing about Naruto. So, at some point, I'll at least give a five-minute blurb or ten-minute blurb about how I feel about Naruto, drinking a beer, and talking to whoever wants to hear about it. Um, and then I'll also talk about, uh, I'm watching another anime called Blue Exorcist now, and I got done re- uh, watching... Uh, Demon Slayer, and I, I, I want to talk more about all of those, because I'm, I'm enjoying them for different reasons, but outside of that, I have a, like I said, I have a planned topic for next week, so I'll probably focus on that instead of me talking about anime and another nerdy thing. Um, I think 
that basically does does this for this episode. I'm getting a little tired and a little bit loopy. I'm out about 25 minutes or mm, shorter. That's more than enough time for this podcast, and I don't want to ramble on too much. Um, I will take my leave. Uh, just do all my normal goodbye stuff. Uh, I'm on uh, aging nerds underscore beer on Instagram. If you look up aging nerds, you'll find it on there. On uh, uh, man, I can't even think what I'm trying to say. On Twitter, I'm just aging nerds. On Blogger, it's blogger.agingnerds.com, I believe, or agingnerds.blogger. That's what it is. Agingnerds.blogger. Dot com, I think is what it is. Uh, and I'm still trying to post stuff there. Mostly it's just videos and whatnot. I, I, there's a part of me that's like, I really want to start trying to write stuff. I'm not much of a writer. I'm not, well, I'm not a good writer is what I should say. So I don't know what, I don't know what will be there. I'll keep posting, I'll keep kind of updating it. And I'll figure out what to do there and what it's going to be. But for now, it's just a, pl- a place that I could post everything. So if anyone is like, where do I find Ricky stuff? It's all at agingnerds.blogspot.com. Um, and then if you need to get a hold of me, just shoot me an email at agingnerds at gmail.com. And I think that's it. Uh, I, I really hope this episode isn't bad. Like I said, I'm just feeling kind of garbagey. I hope I'm feeling better by next week. hope I'm feeling better by Thursday. I should be feeling better. I'm already, I know I'm on, I don't know. I hope I feel better by Thursday. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, if you can, if you are listening, please feel free to subscribe. That'd be awesome. Uh, if you have any questions, or if you enjoy it, or you want to change, you want me to see anything changed up. If you really want me to play video games, something along those lines, just leave me a comment, shoot me a message, jump, up, hit me on Instagram, whatever. Oh, and the Instagram TV thing, I was I was like, oh, I'm going to change my tune about Instagram. I tried to upload like five times. I've tried to hit everything they say about the formatting, and it doesn't work. I think Instagram TV at this point is utter garbage, and I will, I will try to figure it out. But it's so low on my priority list. I really want to post stuff there because that's where I have most of my followers. But I can't because it's they, – it's, it's – I don't know. I plan on having a whole episode where I just bitch about how bad Instagram is at some point. So no reason to spoil that now. But with that being said, I'm going to try this out tonight. I really think I'm probably going to go lay down and get ready for bed. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great night.